Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. In this episode, I want to talk to you guys a little bit around the amount of effort that goes into creating some of this amazing sleight of hand that we do as magicians um, against what the end result is, what the effect ultimately turns out to be. I've been reading a book by Darren Brown. Uh, I think this is one of the first ones by Channel 4. I can't remember the name of it. But in there, he's got a, a chapter on talking about when he started out doing card tricks, for example. He spent a lot of time looking to find the, the most complex, the hardest, the, the, the best possible slide he could. And then mastered that over weeks, over months, but forgot about the end result. You know, he puts it a lot more eloquently than that, but essentially that's that's the point he's making. So I just wanted to sort of just talk a little bit around actually how much time do we put into the end result against how much time we put into learning, um, not necessarily a trick, but a particular slight within that trick. So for me, this is looking at, I don't know, let's just take for argument's sake, a double lift. You know, a double lift is, is one of the more straightforward slight short you know you're, you're gonna learn it's one of the first things you learn as a magician but that one slight allows you to come up with create um and learn uh, you know hundreds of tricks just with with that one um, technique if we want to be back for phrase the point however is that you can create hundreds different or you know you can learn a hundred different techniques with that one double lift but because Actually, it is pretty straightforward. It doesn't take a lot to learn. That gives you a lot of freedom then to understand actually how you're going to build that into a trick. How is it you're going to come up with that end result that's going to blow the audience away rather than thinking about, okay, how can I make this more fancy? How can I make this more technical? So that you build up almost, almost, I don't know whether the word ego is right, but it's that's the only word I can think of. Is do we do it to build up our own ego to say yes I can do this I can I can do this technique I can do it better than you know whoever else um, you might be working with uh, whoever else you know your colleagues wise in the magic world and you almost put the the technique up on the pedestal over and above that audience member or that group of, of audience that you're performing for um, that ultimately are never gonna you know if you're doing it well are never gonna see that technique, that sleight of hand. So it's just an interesting thing. I just wanted to understand from my own perspective, how much time do I put into learning techniques as to, and then, you know, against how much time I actually spend thinking about my audience. And, and I kind of, when I looked at it and examined it, I spent an awful lot of time trying to learn something maybe overly complicated when there's, there's a far better way of doing it. Um, you know, for example, as a, as a children's musician, take a something like a triumph technique um i do not have a good triumph technique you know with the whole have a uh, car reversed in in the pack but there's a far simpler way of doing it that actually when i look at the simpler way of doing it it plays far better to a group of kids you know it's it's looking at actually yeah right it, it might not be as fancy it might not be as technical but actually to the people that i'm performing the trick to what works better and, and breaking that down, if there's a straightforward way of doing it, and actually that, that plays better to the audience, why would we not do that? Why would we make life more difficult for ourselves just because we can then say we did? So that's that's just kind of the point I wanted to make. 
I don't think, you know, it goes for everyone. It's just something I kind of stumbled across recently. But certainly, you know, I think I've certainly seen magicians that, you know, you, you can clearly see that they've honed that routine um, beyond belief and, and it's an incredible routine. But when you break it down, actually, does all the, the sleight of hand and the technique work? Does it make for a better trick? Does it make for a better ending? Is there a way that actually you could do it a lot more simply, spend more time working with your actual audience, working um, to you know, in, uh, not integrate necessarily, but to maybe get it more interactive for your audience and less time actually manipulating the cards? Because ultimately what we're here for is to entertain, we're not here to entertain ourselves, we're here to entertain an audience. And it just doesn't feel right that sometimes we spend so much time trying to get some you know, some joy out of actually I've, I've learned something new which is always great to learn something new but do it for the right reasons but don't forget the end result which is actually that the audience go away with what they wanted which was to come and see a show be entertained um because if they didn't then it doesn't matter how good a magician you are it doesn't matter how technical you can be if you can't entertain the audience you can't interact with the audience if you can't talk to your audience and and you know almost work with them through a story so that you know that they're fully invested in it then kind of what is the point so that was all i want just to talk about um and just something really to consider for me is just purely that are you thinking about the end result are you thinking about audience or are you thinking about actually how technical am i and how technical do i need to be so i hope you enjoyed it and um Anything you want to let me know about, just drop me a line. Thanks, everyone.